Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 92. It's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> um, that's a meme reference to anybody who's like, what is so funny about that? Um, <laughs> uh, sorry to keep you not in the loop, everybody. Um, inside joke. Uh, let us know where you're watching from. And then obviously when you get blasted with that revelation from the Lord, you get delivered of something. God's doing amazing things on these live streams. It's crazy. Not even just live, but just these videos. People watch them like three months later, six months later. And they're like, whoa, dude. And God is just, God is doing what he's going to do. And I, I'm constantly, I never get tired of hearing what God is doing in your lives uh, through this. And there's no, there's no greater honor than to be called by God to do something. Um, and blessing your efforts, even when you look at them and you're like, that, this seems so small and unimportant and it ends up being the thing that God uses that everything else hinges on. So let that be a word for somebody. I really feel like that's for somebody right now that like, uh, keep at it, keep pressing in, keep pursuing the Lord. Don't look down on your circumstances. Don't look down on your efforts. Some of you are raising small children right now and you need to hear that that those, this thing, oh, I'm just a mom. You're not just a mom. You're raising up the next generation. And that is, that is an insanely high honor. And, uh, we just bless you. Uh, and, uh, man, I just, yeah, I feel like there's somebody just getting hit right now. So I'll let God do what he's going to do and we'll just progress on. Uh, so I think that's all. Oh, also, man, it feels weird. I was setting up today and I'm like, man, it feels like forever since I've done this. And while it hasn't been forever, it's been a week. Uh, the last time I sat in this chair was on Wednesday because my sister was finishing up that series, that parenting series with Harmony. Um, if you haven't watched it and you were like, ah, no, the parenting series, it's not going to be for me. I don't have any kids. I, I don't have kids either. And I can't tell you how much I got from that series. It is absolutely power packed. Um, really puts a lot of things in perspective because I think all of us have influence over some, some form of child in our lives. And that can be nieces or nephews that can be close friends that have kids. And you're basically a surrogate aunt or uncle that can be, you don't have grandkids, but maybe you've taken some younger individuals under your wing, uh, man, so much wisdom was poured out during that series. And we even did a bonus fifth episode because harmony just, uh, had, too much material and we wanted to cram it in. And so that fifth episode was like, I mean, if you want to, if you want to go out with a bang, that's how you do it. So uh, that final episode was just like, man, we talked about all kinds of stuff, D gender identity issues, LGBTQ stuff, abuse, all that stuff and how to nurture children uh, through the, those struggles. So amazing, amazing, amazing. So if you're on YouTube, you can go to the playlist. That's series three, Kitchen Table Kingdom with Harmony Klingenmeyer. And my sister did an amazing job hosting that, asking all the right questions, making all the right comments um, as a mom herself. So um, go check that out, everybody. So um, give a high five to Jen and Harmony. They did an amazing job. So, okay. Uh, I'm really, really excited about today. I just felt a stirring in my spirit, a lot of resistance in the spirit also, which you know what that means. Usually we're in for a treat. Things are going down. Satan wants to discourage. 
Uh, and sometimes it's like you're climbing up this hill and you just feel like you're getting all this flack from the enemy. Um, but we just press through. And so I'm really expectant about what God is going to do on today's broadcast. And today we've got a guy who's just, he's a powerful prophetic voice. Uh, he's an author of the book, The Triple Threat Anointing. Link is in the description. You guys can pick that up and we'll promote it at the end too. And he's also the pastor of Ramp Church in Chattanooga. What a name. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's give it up for my guest today, Andrew Tao. Hey. Hey, Jeff. So good to be with you guys. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. It's I always love good. being here. Yeah. I love, uh, I always love coming on with you guys because y'all, y'all are about flowing with the Holy Spirit. And that's what I'm about. That's right. Uh, not so regimented, just let's flow with the Holy Spirit. And I'm excited about what God's going to do today. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. You just, I, I it's interesting because like there's a, I think that was a big, started to become a big change for me, even in 2019 and into 2020 of just realizing, um, man, if we're going to be about the Lord's business, we got to take plans and like throw them, <laughs> Come on. throw them out the window, you know? So speaking um, my language. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. We've got a lot, you got a lot on your heart to share. So I want to just jump right in. Andrew, what is God placed on your heart to share? Well, like you said, there's a lot that he's been speaking to me lately. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the main things that he's really been uh, pressing me about is to warn people to keep their eyes on Jesus, mm -hmm. because there is a shaking that's taking place uh, in the world, in, in governments, in churches. Uh, and so we've got to keep our eyes on Jesus because if we don't, we can uh, let things uh, begin to dampen our fire for God. Mm -hmm. But when we know that he is in control, that he is still on the throne, that he is who he says he is, then we may see these shakings, is the way he described it to me, the shaking that's taking place, and know that God is in it. In fact, a few months ago, I put on my Facebook a post that the Lord gave me and said, don't fear the shaking because God is bringing a shifting mm -hmm. and he is in the shifting. Yeah. And I'm actually releasing a word right now. I'm, I'm finishing writing it. Uh, about the shifting, because when God begins to shift, like a car begins to shift, it begins to bring forth acceleration. Mm -hmm. You can't accelerate until there's a shifting. Mm -hmm. So when you begin to uh, shift, when God begins to shift, there comes a divine acceleration. So I want to just speak right now that have been uh, you've been contending for a move of God. You've been contending for those promises. I know what it's like to cling to those words saying, God, you spoke this to me. And God, remember what you wrote in your word. I'm claiming this scripture for myself, but it feels like everything has been on delay. It feels like you've been on pause. It feel like, feels like everybody's going ahead and you're sitting there on pause. Get ready because God will do a suddenly. I want to prophesy to someone mm. right now. Yeah. God is going to release a suddenly in your life to where you see a sudden advancement. But he says, don't 
fear when there's a shaking because in the shaking, God is bringing revival. It reminds me of the shaking that took place with Paul and Silas who were locked in a prison. God was in that earthquake. He was in that shaking because he was bringing forth a revival that, that the world had never seen before. And that is what God is doing in this hour. The shifting that God is doing, he says, don't worry about what's taking place. In fact, get yourself out of the news media. Come on. We don't need to begin to fill ourselves up with all the junk and the reports mm -hmm. of the world. We need to get our, our face, our concentration, our ears. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing mm -hmm. by the word of God. Guess what? Doubt and unbelief also comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. So you can begin to hear the reports of the enemy. Have you ever heard a report and your spirit is just suddenly deflated? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. I was even dealing with some things today that I heard some things. I was like, and then mm -hmm. I had to quickly get into the presence of God and begin to stir myself and begin to remind God of what he's promised and remind myself. Yeah. It's not that God forgot, but we've got to remind ourselves of what God has promised. So one of the main things that I, I want to share with you guys is to keep your eyes on Jesus. Mm. He will never fail you. You may go through some things you don't understand. You may have to wait longer than than what you thought or what we are used to. Come on, we're used to things suddenly. We're used to things just happening like that. And sometimes there's a contending. Sometimes there is a standing when all else looks like it's failed. It looks like it's not coming to pass. But when you remain planted, I, I preached a message Sunday morning. Don't give ground to the enemy. Don't move. The enemy is wanting to uproot some people from position because he knows as long as you're planted, you're going to bring forth fruit that remains. But the minute you let him begin to push you around and push you out of position, you give territory to the enemy. So I believe some of you today, I'm just going to be bold right now. Some of you today, you need to say, I'm not going to give ground. I'm not giving up my children. I'm not giving up my marriage. I'm not giving up my health. I'm not giving up the promises of God. Come on. There is faith that is being stirred in you. Even as I'm releasing this word, God is saying you can overtake the enemy. Get ready for full recovery. Get ready to recover all just like David did at Ziglag. See the that the problem or, or the situation with Ziglag happened right before David was promoted, right before Saul was killed in battle. Ziglag, the Amicalites, came to, to steal from Ziglag. Some of you have been going through a Ziglag experience mm -hmm. where the enemy has come in. And when the enemy comes in, he doesn't just come in, Jeff. I know you know what I'm talking about. He doesn't <laughs> come in with one thing. He comes in to overwhelm you. Oh, man. Everywhere you turn. <laughs> This is happening and that is happening because he wants you to forfeit what God has promised. But I'm telling you with the prophetic word of the Lord today, don't you forfeit Come because on. there is coming a breakthrough. There is coming the release of what God has promised you. Oh, I feel a release right now. Some of you are receiving it right now mm -hmm. as these words are going forth into your spirit. God is breaking some bondage. Oh, I sense the Holy Spirit right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. He, <laughs> is taking, he is taking what Satan meant for your evil and he's turning for your good. Goliath fell 
in David's life. See, I can preach about David all day long. Goliath fell in David's life and he stood on Goliath. That, 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 giant became his platform and the giant that's been mocking your God, the giant that's been coming against you is about to elevate you to another level. It's about to be a platform where you begin to show forth the faithfulness of God. So keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that actually goes along with, with what I, what I said at the beginning of the episode, because David did the small things before he was able to slay the giant. He's like, I did the lion and the bear defending his flock. He was just out tending his flock, protecting his flock. And that's what prepared him for that season um, to step into it, to step into that moment. So many many of the viewers today, they have history with God. Mm -hmm. I've got history with God. I have to remind myself that sometimes uh, of that sometimes. Yeah. I have to say, you know what? I've got history with God. And I think that's what happened when David was at Ziglag and the cities burned with fire. Then the men that he's called to lead start talking about stoning him because they were so grieved. But it says, but then David encouraged himself in the Lord. Now I'm a very visual person. So I can imagine David beginning to remind himself, Oh God, I remember when I killed the lion and the bear. I remember how your hand came upon me and I took out a sling, something that looked ridiculous and I used it and it brought down the giant. I've got history with you. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know, believer, you've got history with God. Remember what he's done for you in the past. He's the same God that delivered you from the lion and the bear. And he's the same God that will deliver you today. He's Mm -hmm. the same God that will restore and use you. Even in the midst of this shaking, there's a shifting and you are coming into an accelerated place where you're going to see the promises of God happen suddenly. Mm -hmm. You're going to see a sudden advancement in Jesus name. I prophesy that over you right now yeah man that's good that's real good yeah let us know in the comments people if if uh if god's really grabbing a hold of you right now we we want to hear that uh we want to hear that stuff for sure so um so obviously you've been talking about like a moving and a shaking happening right now um what is god what more has god shown you maybe on a larger scale um, cause obviously he's doing it in our individual lives. I think a lot of that really resonates with a lot of people where they're like, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the, the man-made structures are being crumbled to the ground right now in my life. Um, or, or maybe that was you a couple of years ago over the past couple of years, but what has God shown you? Has he shown you anything on a larger scale, maybe on a global scale, country scale, that kind of stuff. He, he really did. Uh, yeah. I did a broadcast. I have a broadcast on Facebook and YouTube, and I did a broadcast on, uh, I believe it was the June the 24th. It was right before the 4th of July. And uh, he had shown me some things. I really didn't plan on releasing it on the broadcast, um, but he, he moved in that way. And so I did. And I began to uh, prophesy about uh, not only church leaders, because I do believe that we see that in the kingdom of God, that, that God is removing some uh, pastors, some apostles, prophets, some leaders uh, that, that he is removing from position, some old wineskins, because he's raising up new voices that burn with fire. 
so that's why I kept saying, you know, keep your eyes on Jesus, because uh, sometimes, you know, when when a pastor or, or a leader of a ministry is removed by God, uh, then then people get disheartened and, and, and all of those things begin to happen. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus and if if you're in a healthy place in your relationship, you know that pastors and leaders and the fivefold, they're they're people. And sometimes God, I know God cares about their heart more than he does even the ministry. So he may be dealing with them as individuals, but uh, I, we've already seen that take place. We're seeing that. But then he began to speak to me and he said also that he was removing some political leaders. He okay. was, uh, in fact, I have it here. I wrote about it on the Elijah list, but uh, I like to read it specifically the way he spoke it to me yeah. because I don't want to add to it or take away from mm. it. Yeah. But he began to speak to me, show me political leaders that were being removed. Uh, he said some by death and others by scandals of corruption. And he said, this is what he said. He said, there will be upheavals that will take place in many areas of governments. I will remove every obstacle. See, some people are obstacles. Some, some leaders are obstacles that are attempting to thwart my plans to reap a harvest of souls. He said, instruct my people. That's why I'm here today. Instruct my people not to fear the shaking when it comes. They are to know that I am did it. Hmm. I love when he uses the name I hmm. am. He says, I am did it. Like when I caused the earthquake to shake in the foundations of the prison. And then uh, I released that word. And then one of my partners, uh, Andrew Town Ministries partners, wrote me. And she began to say, uh, I wanted you to know the, the word that you released about political leaders being released. That on June 24th, she said the next week or, or the week after that, 1st of July, many uh, of parliament in the UK began to resign. We know that the, the prime minister of the UK resigned mm -hmm. and then the, the pre president of Sri Lanka resigned and, and had to flee the country and many others. And he, I want to tell you, there's more that's coming. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. more that's coming because God is doing a cleansing. Not only it begins in the house of God, but it also it's carried over into every area of life. Why? Because time is accelerating. Why? Because uh, this is the hour of an acceleration. And so God is, is removing uh, things that are, are, are blockages or, or blockades to his plan and his will. Mm. So how can people, um, wh what should people do with this word? Um, you know, because um, is it just a matter of pressing into the Lord right now during this season? Um, because obviously God's going to remove people who maybe uh, aren't pressing in to the Lord uh, so that he can replace it with other people who are going to be more like that. Right. So how can people partner with this word that you released? Begin to pray. Yeah. That's what the Lord instructed me. He said, begin to pray, begin to pray that that uh, my justice is served and that I begin uh, to that I remove those that need to be removed, those that are blocking or trying to thwart my plan. But see, we know in the word that the Lord frustrates. He, it says, I love it in Psalms 33. It says, the Lord frustrates the plans of nations and thwarts all their schemes. Come on. I believe some schemes are going to be exposed. Mm -hmm. 
I believe yeah. some plans that the enemy has planned are going to be exposed. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. So the shaking that's taking place or that I'm prophesying and talking about is not the plan of God shaking. God is still on the throne and his plan will prevail. But it's about the plans and the things of the flesh and the things of the enemy that would uh, stand in the way of what God wants to do. So how do we partner with this word? We begin to stand on it and say, God, I thank you that you are removing barriers. Because listen, revival's not coming. Revival is already here. Revival is already being birthed in believers. And we're going to, yes, we're going to see it in a larger scale. We're going to see it uh, in the nations, but his plans can't be thwarted. And there have been those that have uh, kind of poked their finger in the eye of God, but I'm telling you, God is removing. He's going to show who is God and he's removing some people. He's getting some leaders out of the way. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. See, there's some churches that people have been crying out for a move of God, but there have been leaders, old wineskins that have been in areas of compromise and areas of sin that, that has kind of filtered the moving of the Holy Spirit or shut the door to the moving of the Holy Spirit. But God says, begin to pray, begin to say, God, we want to see you move, begin to pray for your nation. I know the nations of the world watch this broadcast, begin to pray for your nation, begin to pray for your local government, for, for, for all those in positions of authority over you. The Bible instructs us to do that, to begin to pray uh, uh, for God to pour out his spirit, whatever that looks like, whatever that sounds like for him to begin to move. And and Jeff, I believe we're already seeing that. I believe there's an exposure that is taking place and we're going to see more exposure, more corruption being exposed, more scandals that are exposed because God is the one that lifts up one and he takes down another. Mm. It's not by man. It's not by a marketing uh, technology. It's only by the hand of God. And so I believe in this accelerated hour, we're going to begin to see that. Mm. Yeah. So has there been anybody that you've seen removed so far that you, because I would imagine a word like this, God may have, revealed some people to you personally that you're not at liberty to share because you don't feel released to but have there been some people that you've seen removed that you saw getting removed yet or yes yes Yes. absolutely and uh honestly when the lord began to show them to me i began to pray for them Mm -hmm. uh uh, specifically uh uh, in, in ministry circles i began to pray you know god have mercy deal with their hearts now uh, so that they'll repent and you can use them. Um, and and there's some that I sense that the Lord is 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 changing their hearts. And then there's others that that have lost ministries and, and churches and different things. And I still pray for them because God still has a plan. As long as there's breath in their body. Listen, God doesn't throw away anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so n- we don't need to either. We need to to pray for God to restore, because the Bible says you that are spiritual restore. So we need to pray for restoration. But uh, Jeff, there's more that's coming. Um, and so I'm, I'm praying because, listen, our prayers can change, uh, change things, change situations. Scales can fall from people's eyes yep. and, and there can be repentance. So it, it's not too late. I don't uh, say these words and other prophets don't say these words to scare people. 
uh, but it's also a, a mandatory for believers to begin to pray and for us to begin to seek God's face. Because yeah. honestly, the prayer of the saints, the prayers of the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous, it still avails much. Mm. God still hears and answers prayers. So oh, yeah. when we begin to pray, uh, things begin to change. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that um, I would say probably about 10 years ago, prayer was one of those things when people would say things like you said, we're like, we need to pray. I'm like, ah, but I want to do something more. And I'm like, yeah, prayer. <laughs> now, now I, I, I got that revelation of like the power is our prayer is so powerful. Like that's like, that's like the ultimate weapon because you just, you can be anywhere and you can pray for somebody and see things turn around. And I think it's important to not look at what the world does. Uh, cause I, I can think of so many times in my life where I got discouraged by the devil because I prayed and I saw things get worse and I was like, forget it. And I yeah. walked away and I'm like, what would have happened if I would have just pressed in, man? And it's like, now when I see stuff like that happen, I get like a righteous indignation and I just press in harder. And I think, um, I think too, that kind of, uh, seeing prominent members within the church body get exposed, uh, lose ministries, that kind of stuff can be disheartening. It absolutely can. And I think that it's so important to orient ourselves in a posture of prayer praise and worship to the Lord, pressing into him, seeking his face during this time. Because otherwise, if you're looking at the man, if you're looking at the woman, if you're looking at someone, a, a leader, and that's your, that's your Jesus, when yeah. they get removed, you're going, it's going to be exposed that you created an idol out of that person and, and you were worshiping them or following them and not following Jesus. And I think that that's really important because that's how, that's how sometimes that's how atheists are born, you know, where they yeah. just get so focused on a person yeah. versus Jesus. That's He's so our good. focus. And that's I think so that good. that's, that's the posture during this time where it's like when, man, when I see people fall away, I, the fear of the Lord greatly increases, you know, as yeah. I'm pursuing him and hit the reverence for him, like he's holy, like he is so holy. And, um, that's honestly the place that we should find ourselves in. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Keeping yeah. our eyes fixed on Jesus. That's so powerful. And you know, uh, something that's, I remember someone saying to me, uh, when I was younger, first starting out and they said, if you ever need encouragement to keep going, Look at someone who gave up. Hmm. Look at someone who, who fell by the wayside, gave up on, on God, gave up on their ministries, whatever. And he said, look at their life. And he said, that should be a, a motivation, uh, encouragement for you to keep going, to run after the things of God. And I've looked and, and you know, so many times uh, I use things. We should use things as teaching lessons to say, listen, I don't want to end up like that. Uh, I told my wife the other day, I said, listen, I want to finish strong. I, I, I don't want to. I see too many people that get off track and get off path. And, and, and listen, 
there's a lot of pressure and the enemy is is trying to take out shepherds. He's trying to take out leaders of the body of Christ, because if he can take out the leader, the Bible tells us, then he can make the sheep uh, uh, go astray. So there's so much pressure and warfare going on. But if you begin to anchor your life in Jesus and listen, I'm still discovering this. I'm not uh, by far any perfect person by by any means. However, I do know how to seek after the heart of God. And I do know how to pray. I do know how to stand. And so I I look at others and I think to myself, I don't want to end up like that. So that should be an encouragement. But when you feel that that attack and you feel like, I believe some of you today, and I didn't mean for this broadcast to go into a kind of a warfare type mode. Hey man, that's where we are. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm an encourager to the bone. Like that's just the gift and the anointing God's put in me. So we'll get there. But uh, uh, some people are under attack right now. There's some people that are facing a great warfare and resistance. You use the word resistance uh, against the enemy, from the enemy. But the Bible says, don't grow weary and well-doing for in due season, you will reap if you faint not. So that that it's a promise. It tells me that right before the season of reaping comes the temptation to faint. And some of you right now may have that temptation to say, I just can't do this anymore. This is not working out like I thought. I prayed and like you said, things got worse. I I, I began to seek after God. I started paying my tithes. I even started donating to the Elijah. I did all these things and my finances got worse and I got laid off on my job. and, And how am I supposed to be encouraged? Know that that resistance is actually confirmation that God is bringing you into your next. I just released this word over somebody right now. He said, you are coming into a season of reaping. He said, but you cannot grow weary. And that word grow means that you've nurtured it or the enemy has tried to nurture it. So little by little, it's growing up. Like when your child begins to grow up, uh, my son said yesterday, Daddy, I promise I'm going to stay little for, forever. I'm going to be, I said, I love you no matter what stage of life you get. But we nurture something. He says, don't grow weary in well-doing. So if you begin to nurture, well, I, I don't need to go to church today. Or, you know, I'm not going to watch this broadcast today because I'm discouraged because of this. Or He says, don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, see, I believe it's somebody's due season. Who is that for right now? I believe it's somebody's set time. It's somebody's Kairos moment right now. In the name of Jesus, I release this to you. You've been praying, when God, when God, and he said, I heard your prayer and I've seen your affliction. And he says, don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season, you will reap if, if, if you faint not. If you faint not. So that temptation to faint, that temptation to give up, it's not a time to give up. It's a time to go up. In fact, I hear the spirit of the Lord saying, I'm giving you an invitation to go higher. I'm giving you an invitation to see from a new perspective, what you have never seen before. He said, I want to give you revelation like you've never had before. I want you to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He's saying, who can ascend the holy hill of the Lord? Only he that hath clean hands and a pure heart. So we need to ask the Lord, God, give me clean hands. 
Give me a pure heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Because God, I want to go up. I want to go up higher. I want to see what I've never seen before. I want to hear what I've never heard before. See, I believe somebody right now is climbing the Mount. I love the way the message translation reads it. Who will climb Mount God? See, I believe some of you are climbing that mountain today. You hear God saying, it's not a time to give up. It's the time to go up. And I'll add this. It's a time to grow up in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, Illumination just said that this is really resonating with a lot of people in the chat right now, man. I, guys, I'll tell you one of my favorite verses. When I'm like, when I'm, I don't, maybe I don't know quite know how to pray for somebody and I can see that they're really in a rough spot. And I always go back to scripture. Uh, it's a good, good practice, but it's in Ephesians and it's, um, it just came to mind. Oh man, I just, I love this so much. It's, it's Ephesians chapter one um, and it's verse uh, verse 17, it's chapter one, verse 17. He says, I keep asking the God of our Lord Jesus, the glorious father, that he may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. And it, guys, just read the rest of it because it's really good. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, sometimes that's just, so I just pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation over yeah. these people, Lord, that they would know you better, that there's, there's nothing more important than us pressing in and seeking your face. That is the single most important thing for us to do. And that's when we change. Yeah. That's when we change and we be, we become the light of the world, but God, we just ask for that breakthrough. Because for some people that is right now, it's going to come in the form of a phone call or an email or a check in the mail. Um, And and so Lord, we just, we just say yes to your plans. We say yes to your blessing over our lives, Lord. But yeah, I just speak in the midst of that, that it's not just a one-off. Oh, that was nice. You get the high, the dopamine high of, of seeing God come through and, and, but God, they would have that deep wisdom and that deep revelation of who you are and this would be a memorial stone moment like the israelites crossing the jordan river into the promised land that this would be uh this would be a memorial stone moment for them that they would go this is the day this is the day that that marked me for the rest of my life because it spoke of god's faithfulness to me hallelujah Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. This is the day. This is the day in Jesus' name. Mm. And, and, you know, I was going through a time uh, just recently, in fact, last month, and I was seeking God and I I was feeling discouraged like some of you today, you know, just because you're used in ministry or or you're used on broadcasts like uh, like this, it doesn't mean that you're... uh, vacant or void from the attacks of the enemy and i was oh no (laughs) discouraged come on i know you know what i'm telling oh yeah (laughs) i I was feeling discouraged i was seeking after god and and honestly i I just spent a couple of hours in prayer with the lord and i heard him speak to me and this is the now this is you titled the 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 program this so i want to get to this word but uh i heard him speak the strangest thing to me Jeff, he said, tell my people to put on their dancing shoes. And 
honestly, when I first heard that, I was like, that's really strange, God. You know, <laughs> that's a, a really out there word. Yeah. And then I started to kind of laugh because I imagined myself dancing and <laughs> that's just, I don't dance. So that's kind of a sight that, that nobody else needs to yeah, see. They can't unsee that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, what, what do you mean by this? And then I heard him speak to me again. And he said, partner with what I'm saying. I said, okay, Lord, I will tell your people to put on their dancing shoes. And I myself, I will put on my dancing mm. shoes. And so I'm in this room. I was uh, away speaking at a conference. And so I, I was found this room to be alone with the Lord. And so I began to dance. Now, it wasn't pretty. I would be humiliated if oh. anybody else walked in. <laughs> but I thought, Lord, I want to partner with what you're saying. Oh. And you know, after I'm having this time with the Lord, I begin to think about it. And I said, Lord, what about people dancing? Do you love? And I flipped open my Bible. Uh, I mean, it was just kind of a flip. Uh, you know, I don't encourage, one of those. Yeah. Yes, I don't encourage this to, there it is. for your study life. You know, let yeah. me God give me a word. But but this just so happened. I just flipped open my Bible and I heard uh, I turned to the scripture and it said, uh, Hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me. This is in Psalms uh, 29. And it says, help me. Have mercy on me. Help me, Lord. Uh, thir Psalms 30. I'm sorry. And it said, you have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. And he said, he spoke to me right there. And if you look at my Bible, I have it underlined, I have it highlighted, and I have uh, my comments written in it and put put on your dancing shoes. And I put the date and says, you have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. And he said, the reason I love to see my children dancing is because it is evidence that I have moved for them and I have turned the situation around. See, some of you today, maybe you've been crying in your pillow. Maybe you've been up at night, not being able to sleep because of the struggles and the, 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 the attacks that you've been through. But I've come with the word, the word that God gave me was put on your dancing shoes mm -hmm. because you have had your, your weeping night. You have had your, your ashes and your mourning clothes for too long. But God says, when you exchange your ashes, I'm going to release beauty. And he said, there's something that I love when my children begin to dance. He says, it tells the world, it tells the enemy that I've taken that situation that he meant for evil and I turned it around for your good. And so I prophesy to you today, you're going to laugh again. You're yeah. going to dance again. You're going to rejoice again because the God of the turnaround is moving right on this broadcast right here today. Just just as Jeff prophesied earlier, I believe phone calls are going to take place mm -hmm. even as you're watching this broadcast. Mm -hmm. Some of you are going to receive emails. There is breakthrough on this broadcast right now. There's a, an anointing for turnaround. Some of you, uh, I just, I hear the Lord saying the other day I was on my broadcast and I was prophesying and I said, I heard the Lord speak that prodigal sons or daughter, they're going to contact you. And uh -huh. sure enough, a woman contacted me.
And she said, Andrew, when you release that word, as you were releasing that word, my daughter, who I've not talked to in two years, mm. called me on Come the on. phone. She said, I had to stop the broadcast so that I could talk to her on the phone. See, I believe we serve a suddenly God. Now, some of us, it may take some more contending, but I do believe that we are in a Cairo season. We are in a right now season where God yeah. is speeding up with that acceleration that we were talking about earlier. And we're going to see God do some things instantaneously, unexpectedly, and suddenly. God is turning around. He said, no longer will you be in a state of mourning. In fact, I hear him saying right now that some of you are going to have an exchange in mantles. He said, you've had a mantle of weeping. You've had a mantle of grieving. You've had a mantle of mourning. He said, but joy, your mourning is going to mourning. He said, there is a mourning time that is being released. I don't know who this is for right now, but it's since many of you right now, the Lord is saying there is a suddenly, and I am turning around. You're going to get out your dancing shoes. I remember one time I went through uh, a situation, Jeff, in my life, and I said these words to the Lord. I'll never forget. I was driving down the road in my car, and I was just talking to the Lord, and I said, God, I'm changed from this battle. I'm changed. I don't know if I will ever laugh again like I did before. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today. I, I thank you that you brought me out of the struggle. I thank you that you moved for me. I said, but this battle changed me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll ever laugh again or, or, or yeah, and it's okay. I love you, God. You're so good. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like rebuking the Lord, of course, but I, I truly meant it. And, and then I heard him speak to me and he said, Andrew, you will laugh again. You will have joy. See, joy is not an emotion. It's not something that you feel. Happiness can be dictated by circumstances, but joy comes from the Lord. And he says, I'm releasing a new mantle of joy. He's Mm -hmm. saying, you're going to laugh again. And I I speak this over you right now. When you get out your dancing shoes, come on. I laughed pretty (laughs) hard when I thought, and when I saw myself dancing, (laughs) but I was obedient to his word. I dare some of you right now, just wherever you are, just to break out into a rug, do it. Lord, come on. Yeah. He is turning some things. You will rejoice again. You will laugh again. You will have hope again. You will feel your fire again. In the name of Jesus, mm. I release that anointing of a turnaround. I release the fire of God yeah. right here on Elijah fire, mm. the prophetic fire of God mm. that moves you from one season to the next, that is shifting you into an accelerated season in Jesus. Jesus name. There is a turning. I see him turning it, turning, turning, turning right now in Jesus name. Woo. Come on. Come on. Okay. So Andrew, obviously put our dancing shoes, dance, cut a rug, everybody. Um, what has God shown you? Cause we talked about this. We also talked about what God is doing, the shaking within the world and removing church leaders, removing world leaders. Um, what is the future that God has shown you that this is leading to? He showed me 
rejoicing. Mm. Uh, when there's mourning, there comes rejoicing. When there has been a, a loss, then God restores sevenfold. When there's been an attack of the enemy, and, and some of these things have been from the enemy. These things were not from God. This was man uh, attempting to thwart the plan of God and, and the enemy really trying to uh, thwart the plan of God. But I see revival breaking out. See, I go back to the vision that the Lord showed me uh, back in uh, 2018 or 2019 of the triple threat anointing. And it was a movement that broke out where healings began to take place, deliverance and salvation all at once began to take place. And so I know what is coming. I know, Jeff, if I could tell you, I know that I know that I know that it is coming. I see it. I see spurts of it. However, yeah. we're going to see a great outpour. The Bible says in the last days, he will pour out his spirit. That means a gushing out. It's not going to be a little trinkle. It's not going to be just a little dot here and there, uh, a little spark of revival here and a little spark. No, it's going to be a pouring out where people, uh, sons and daughters begin to prophesy, where, where healings begin to break out at Walmart. Come on. Where, where it, it's not only going to happen in churches, but it's going to happen all over the world. Uh, he gave me a, a vision back in 2006. And, and he spoke to me, he took me into a, a, a wheat field and he spoke to me and he said, famine is coming to the land, uh, but don't fear, but don't fear because I'm raising up many Josephs to, to save my people. And so I, I have not, uh, I wish I could say I've seen in totality what, what is coming. I do know that we've been in a spiritual famine, but even the things taking place with the shortages and things of that nature, I believe that that famine is coming, but I believe God is raising up those, those with a Joseph anointing, those that will save his people. God's people do not have to fear. That's right. God's people, hear me, we don't have to fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. Faith is what pleases God. So we have to walk by faith, knowing that God has already made a way of escape for us, knowing that God is uh, his. Our steps have been ordered of the Lord, knowing that he is the God that knows the endings from the beginning. So he starts at the end of our life and goes back and creates chapters and events to get us to the beginning. So nothing in your life is catching God by surprise. I know it caught you by surprise, but it did not catch God by surprise. He has already made a way of escape for you. So I want to tell you that these desert places, and many of us have been going through desert places. Jesus was led by the spirit into the desert, into the desert to be tempted of the devil. But God was in that to show us how to overcome the devil. And that was his launching pad for public ministry. So these desert places, even your desert place has a purpose and God will use it. God, I want to say it again. God will use the desert place that you have been in. This is your launching pad into your purpose. This is your launching pad into your destiny. And so I see things turning. 
I see nations turning. Uh, the word says that nations are a drop of a bucket to the Lord. So I believe we're going to see nations breaking forth in revival. I'm believing for America to see a break forth into a revival like we have never seen before. There are intercessors that have laid down their life contending for this nation. I believe America is one of the greatest mission fields in the world right now. Uh, that we're going to see revival. So I, I'm very, very hopeful. Mm. I'm very encouraged by what the Lord has shown me uh, uh, by what's coming in the days ahead. And I believe that that there's going to be an entrepreneurial anointing coming upon the body of Christ. Uh, I know I'm throwing all this out here. All hey, man. Time. Yeah, go for it. I heard the Lord speak to me the other day and he said, all the silver and the gold are mine. And I'm the one that transfers it into man's hand. It never leaves the earth. It always remains. It just changes hands. Mm -hmm. And so I hear the Lord speaking that there's going to be Christian entrepreneurs that, that rise up and that he's going to transfer wealth, not so we can just store it up in our bank accounts, but so that we can tell the world about Jesus and change the world for Jesus. But he said, there's going to be a transfer of wealth. See, we got to know that our father owns a cattle on a thousand hills. All the silver and gold is his. So when, when we're looking at situations and we're looking at gas prices going up and, and inflation going up, we've got to understand that God is in control and that he will provide. He, he'll make a way where there seems to be no way. So don't be overwhelmed. Hear me. Don't be overwhelmed by what the news is saying but what the store or your bank account says, God will come through for his children. Mm -hmm. So I'm in a very hopeful state. I'm in a state of expectation. In fact, uh, the, the Holy Spirit spoke to me the other day and he said, begin to look for surprises from your father. One of the things I love is to order something for one of my children and my son is really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles right now. <laughs> awesome. So I uh, ordered him some Ninja Turtles and he has gone to the door every day. Like it's some, you know, Amazon is just some great mystery that shows yeah. up at the door. And so he's gone every day, but there's been a delay because it's on back order. So this morning he went to the door and opened up the door to see if the package was there. He knew his father was coming through for him, even yeah. though it hasn't happened yet really good. on its way. But that's like many of us. We've got to know our father is coming through for us, even though it's been delayed. That delay is breaking because we are moving into a season of acceleration. Start looking for surprises for you, from your father. Start looking for doors that you never knocked on to be opened for you. Yeah. Begin to uh, believe for God to begin to speak your name in circles that you never thought uh, you didn't even know about them. The other day, the Lord opened the door and I didn't even know this group existed. And it was a major door of opportunity. And I didn't even know to ask the Lord for it. But he said, I put your name into the right circle. See, that's what God is going to do for many, not just for one or two, but for the body of Christ. He's saying, I am making a way and I'm releasing unexpected expected things in this hour hmm. begin to expect the unexpected wow man yes that's so good man i love that it's such a simple example too and it's funny because we look at material things like you ordering something for your son right he has complete faith that what you said goes 
Yes. And he has complete faith in that. And so he's waiting expectantly for this thing to arrive. And if Amazon is faithful in that way, how much, how much yes. more is God faithful? And it's funny when I think about it, I'm laughing because how many times have I been in positions where I'm like, oh God, oh, you're not going to come through. Oh, do you even hear my prayers? But it's like, he... <laughs> Yes, come His on. His word never <laughs> fails, and he has promises, and we can stand on those promises. Yes. So, yeah, that's let that be a word for someone out there. Encouragement. Um, Andrew, I really feel like there's some people who, because um, you talked about um, uh, us needing to keep our eyes on Jesus. I think you said that towards the beginning of, of this episode. Um, and there are some people who are like, I hear you, Andrew, but like, I cannot quiet my mind down. My mind is just like going Mach 5 and I can't get it quiet no matter what I do. And I feel like some people need some, need a release in that area. So would you yes. mind praying? Also pray however you feel led, but pray for people specifically with that. I also, before we get started, um, before I have you pray, if there's anything else that you have in your heart to share before we move into that, I want to make sure that I leave room for that too. You know, I, I feel like that I've I've shared a lot. I have a lot in my spirit. So, I mean, yeah. we keep going, but I don't want to go past your... your oh, no, man, I'm cool. Yeah, like if you've got more to say, I would say say it. Well, I mean, I, I yeah. just sense the Lord right now, even as you were talking about that, uh, you know, I face that because I'm a, I'm a thinker. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm someone, even when I'm running, I'm, I'm praying in the Holy Ghost and I'm thinking. I like to... to I replay days and, and I know that's kind of strange, but I, I replay my day uh, back in my mind and, yeah. and I think about situations and sometimes that can get me in trouble because I can think too much. And, uh, and so I know what it's like to overthink some things. Uh, and some of some people today, maybe you've been overthinking some things. Maybe you've been thinking, you know, well, it's kind of been like this. For, for years now, and this is a nice word, but I've, you know, kind of heard things like this before uh -huh. and, yeah. and, you know, nothing's really shifted. Nothing's really changed for me. The Bible says to bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And uh, let me just use an example of how the Lord taught me this, because uh, I dealt with depression for three years where I did not leave my house like very few times in three yeah. years. I wasted away to like 130 pounds for men, my frame, that's like deathly ill. Yeah. And, uh, I just couldn't eat, stop showering. It was just a torment of the enemy. Now, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost since I was four years old. I received my prayer language, walked with God, been in active ministry since I was 12. So for me to go through a season where I wasn't hearing God's voice, uh, I was just completely shut down from my family, from everything. and. Uh, the Lord delivered me. I don't have time to tell that whole testimony, but the Lord delivered me miraculously. He came through and delivered me. Uh, however, he said, you need a new mind. So the way that you get a new mind, your mind is renewed by the word of God. So I want you to put the word of God in you. So, man, I was listening to, to any word, the word of God. I was watching the word of God, listening to the word of God, putting it in me day and night because I was desperate for a new mind. But I remember uh, pushing my grocery cart at Walmart one night and the enemy, uh, a voice began, you know, speaking to me in my mind and began to say, you know, you're not good enough. Uh, no one, no one loves you. This world, 
would be so much better without you in it. You're just an embarrassment to your family and, and no one's ever going to truly love you. And I mean, just all these thoughts began to plague my mind. And, and I started going down that road that led me to depression when all of a sudden it was like a light bulb, Jeff, uh, went off in my mind. And I heard God speak to me and say, Andrew, I would never say those things to you. Mm. Because that's not what I say about you in my word. So if I'm not saying those things to you, then who's saying those things to you? And I, out loud, I said, the enemy. <laughs> I said, the devil. And he said, he's the father of lies. So you have to take captivity of those thoughts before you begin to go down that road that you don't want to go down. And so I began out loud in the middle of Walmart, in the middle of people probably thought I was crazy. But I didn't care. <laughs> So I'm pushing the cart and I'm saying, I take authority over those thoughts. I am the head and not the tail. I am above mm-hmm. and not beneath. I am called mm-hmm. for such a time as this. I am loved. I am favored of God and man. Come on. See, the enemy's not playing with you. So you can't play with the enemy. And God has given you weapons to overcome the enemy. For those of you that have been battling in your mind and you're you're overthinking those things and the enemy is trying to lead you down a path of doubt. He's trying to put on you unbelief. What I would say to you is to begin to declare the word of God. Begin to partner with what God says about you. Begin to get out these words. In my Bible, if you could see my Bible, a lot of places I put uh, Andrew there. I'll put my name there because like the other day I was praying and I said, David recovered all. I began to put mine and Andrew recovered all. There was nothing lacking small or great. Andrew recovered all. Begin to declare that because every promise to you is yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's just waiting for you to partner with his prophetic word. See, prophetic words begin to shift your life. And so when you begin to partner with that, when the Lord began to speak to me and say, tell my people to put on their dancing shoes, I thought that's a little far out there, Lord. People are going to not understand that. And why would you have me say that? But the minute I said, okay, Lord, I'll be obedient and I partner with what you're saying. In fact, I'll put on my dancing shoes and I'll begin to dance right here. And you must love it, even though I, you must be falling off your throne laughing at me right now. Just saying this. Did I not give him any coordination at all? Any skill for dancing? But I'm telling you, something shifted when I began to partner with the word of God. And something is shifting in your life. So for those of you that are battling, like Jeff was saying, in your mind, we take authority over those thoughts. Bring them captive. If they don't line up to God's word and they don't line up to what God says about you, that you're an overcomer by the blood of the lamb, by the word of your testimony, that you're blessed coming in and blessed going out, that you are highly favored with God and man and that you're above only and not beneath. Come on. You're an overcomer. You're victorious. If it does not line up with the word, then you've got to take authority over it and know it's from the enemy. And say, no, I refuse to say, you know, because this is how the devil works. He comes immediately for the word's sake. So some of you are getting a breakthrough even right now. But some of you, you're going to have to face the enemy coming to try to steal this word. He's going to try to uh, uproot the word of God from your life. But you've got to get violent with him and say, I refuse. It is planted in good soil and it is going to bring forth fruit that remains. You can't have my promise. Mm. You can't have my turnaround. You can't have it. 
Mm. And so you, you, right now, you need to get violent with that word. You need to say, I refuse to give up on it. I refuse to turn around and see, I know it's easy to give up. It's easy to quit. It's easy in this, especially in this day and age to distract ourselves. That's one of the biggest tactics uh, that I've seen the enemy using is distraction. So what happens is we can pick up a little thing and get distracted for hours looking at this. this oh, yeah. We can get distracted for hours doing other things or turning on Netflix and and we can get distracted. We can make our minds go numb or some mm-hmm. people turn to habits or addictions to, mm-hmm. to try to ease that pain. And that's not the answer. The answer is Jesus. And the answer is for you to rise up. See, I, I just hear the Lord saying some of that turnaround is going to be you rising up. Some of you right now, I hear the Lord saying you've been in a pit. You've been thrown into a pit and it seemed hopeless. See, Joseph was thrown into a pit. The garment of favor from his father was stripped from him. But the favor and the blessing and the words that God had promised him, the prophetic dreams and words that God had spoken over his life could not be stopped. And I stand and I'm here before you on this broadcast as a prophet of the Lord to tell you the promises of God cannot be stripped off of you. They can try to put their foot on you. But everywhere Joseph went, it says the Lord was with him and the Lord was with Joseph and the Lord was with him. And you need to put your name there. And the Lord was with Andrew and the Lord was with Jeff and the Lord was with illumination. Come on, whatever your name is, you need to put it there and say, and the Lord is with me. So no matter what pit, no matter what prison that the enemy tries to put you in, you're going to rise to the top because the hand of God is on you. And in one moment's time, suddenly Joseph went from the prison. He went from the lowest part of the prison. He was raised up and the word says that he shaved his beard and he changed his garment. There is a changing of mantles. I keep hearing that. Mm. I said it earlier, but God is putting a new mantle on your life. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. Now, back to the show. And he said, with this mantle is coming promotion. And with this mantle is coming new authority. And with this mantle is the hand of God moving you from the back to the forefront. With this mantle is coming favor and wisdom. Yes. God is saying, I'm giving you wisdom. I'm giving you favor. I'm giving you opportunities. Come on, one time in using the gift that God gave Joseph for interpreting dreams, moved him from the prison to the palace. Mm-hmm. It moved him from being the least to being second in command. And God says that suddenly I can release in your life. Come on, who's believing right now? I want to know who's believing for a breakthrough. Who's believing and saying, Andrew, that's me. You're talking to me. I need that turnaround. I need that mantle released on my life. I need to put on my dancing shoes today because I need that turnaround. God sent me for you today. He sent me for you. Even those of you watching the the, the rebroadcast or the replay, he sent me. The reason you're watching this broadcast is because God has a word for you. And he says, 
get ready. Today, today, today marks the change. Today, the mantle is being released. Today, God is saying, I'm elevating your position. I am transferring that anointing. This is a new anointing coming upon your life. And the things that I have promised you are coming to pass even today. Oh, there's yeah. miracles right now. On oh, yeah. I said, there's miracles. I'm about to run my office. I got to calm down for just a moment because I sense the Holy Spirit turning some things right now for you. I receive it for myself. I'm not getting left out. Come on. Yeah, no right now in Jesus name. Oh, man. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hey, Lord actually just brought something that happened to me today, this morning. I mean, I, many of you know that God speaks through movies, TV, video games, comics, like all that kind of stuff. He speaks to me through it. But I was th this morning I was working out and I was doing these stupid lateral raises and it just hurt really bad like this. I was doing front raises and it was just like, it was like a circuit thing. So I was doing it on like a video workout video. And, um, and I had my head down and I thought to myself, I was like, it's way too bad. Just stop. And I look up. And I see the time and there's eight seconds left. And I was like, oh, it's on. I'm not, there's no way I'm giving up. And I really actually just didn't even think about it. But as Andrew was praying, that brought to my mind. And I'm like, that's for some of you. That image is exactly what some of you are going through right now. That you are eight seconds from zero. Come on. Where the fulfillment of whatever the hardship, all that burden you've been carrying is going to be lifted off of you and the reward is coming, you, there's eight seconds left on the clock. Do not give up. Focus wow. on Jesus. Allow him to be your portion. Allow him to be your strength. Do not give up. You are so close. Mm. So close. You know, that just resonated with my spirit because the enemy comes in at that last moment to make you give up. And some of you, the attack you're, you've been going or the resistance you've been going through is a confirmation, confirmation that God says you're so close. If people understood, if you knew that your next step was going to be a step in the breakthrough, you'd be stepping. You, you would continue to step. But the enemy tries to overwhelm us to say, oh, it's been so long. Oh, this may never happen. And, and what if this and what if that? And mm -hmm. we've got to begin to clarify. God, I thank you. I will not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season, I thank you. It's my season to reap. I refuse to faint. I just hear the Lord saying, I partner with what you just said. And I pray mm -hmm. into that because I believe some of you, your next step is going to be the step into the harvest that God promised. Yeah. It's going to be a step into uh, uh, just the fullness of joy, the fullness of everything that God has promised. But it's been held back and the enemy is coming in with an onslaught. I mean, right before the breakthrough, that's what happened to David at Ziglag. Right before Saul died, there Ziglag happened and he must have felt overwhelmed. Some of you feeling overwhelmed right now. I say that pressure has to break. The drought has to break. The famine has to break. There is a release of fruitfulness. There is a release of favor. There is a release of blessing. There is a release of what 
God has promised you. Some of you contending for a miracle in your body. You've been saying, but it seems like my body's gotten worse. And I've been standing on this word. Let me tell you, God is a healer. You Come keep on. believing. Yeah. You keep standing. You keep declaring. Because right before the breakthrough, right before the breakthrough, I released a word uh, a Friday on my broadcast. And it was just the Lord's, I'm still working it out, but the Lord told me the other day I was praying. He said, Andrew, you've mastered the break. Now it's time to walk through the through. Hmm. See, many of us have been mastering the break. We know we're good at experiencing the break, hmm. break down, break, break, breaking apart. Come on. We know all those breaks, but he said, I'm going to turn it. And now you're going through to the other side. Now you're going through what has been resistance. I hear the Lord saying, red seas are parting for many right now, right now. Come on, lift up your hands and receive it. I receive it right now. He said, red seas are parting and you are walking through the sea of impossibility. And you're going to see that break did not break you. It was right. your breakthrough moment. The turnaround is here. Get out your dancing shoes because the time is now. The time is now. I hear the alarm going off in the spirit. There's no time to waste. There's no time to waste in Jesus' name. It's here. It's yeah. here. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Hallelujah, Jesus. If it's all right, could I pray? Because I feel, I, I sense the anointing for a breakthrough. Mm. I, I, I hear the Lord saying, break in my ear, just saying breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. So I, I don't know what has been trying to break you, but it's becoming a platform for you. What the enemy tried to use in my life to break me, seven mini strokes, depression for three years has actually been the accelerator of my destiny it has been my through it's been my breaking through mm. so god is turning come on I, I i was talking about it earlier the dancing shoes god is turning right now and there is an anointing i want you guys to partner with us i want you to just join your faith with us and begin to, some of you, maybe you need to lift up your hands. Some of you need to begin to type out in the comment section. This is for me. This is mine. See, I, I believe firmly on my broadcast all the time. I'll tell them right in the comment section, declare it with your mouth, because there's something that happens when you begin to declare it over yourself. You're partnering with the prophetic word of the Lord that shifts the trajectory of your life. It shifts you into the purpose and the plan of God. Yeah. And so right now, I want you to begin to declare, this is mine. Breakthrough is mine. The turnaround is mine. Come on, begin to open your mouth. Prophesy over your marriage. There's a turnaround. Prophesy over your children. There's a turnaround. One of my favorite things to do is to go into my children's room and, and I begin to prophesy. I thank you, Lord, that they are world changers for the kingdom of God, that they will serve you all the days of their life, that they will never know the ways of the world, but that you will keep them in perfect peace and you will keep them in their plan. Come on, you, some of you, there's power of life and death in your tongue. Yeah. You need to type it out. You need to speak it out. 
you need to begin to prophesy over your own life. See, I can prophesy to you. Jeff can prophesy to you. And that's powerful. I love to share the heart of God to the people of God. But there's something that happens when you begin to use your mouth and you begin to call those things that be not as though they are. And you begin to say, God, I partner with your word. See, some of you are going to sow a seed today into this broadcast because you hear the word of the Lord. See, there's something that happens when you partner with the word. It is released. But I believe you're going to partner and open your mouth and begin to say, God, this is mine. This is my breakthrough hour. This is mine. I'm walking through the Red Sea. I've been cornered in. My past is calling me. Everything inside has been saying, give up, give up. But I hear the voice of God right now saying, it is not a time to give up. It is the time of breaking through. And your miracle is here now in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Now in Jesus' name. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Andrew, you carry a lot of authority in that too, because I mean, man, you've, you've lived it, you know, and I, anybody who hasn't seen the first two episodes, I think two or three times you've been on the show, like there was like the first and second episode, I think you were talking about your experience with depression and anxiety. Um, and then also you told about your experience with the, the stroke, the mini strokes and that the the declaration that the doctor gave over you, the declaration that logic gave over you, and you stood on the word, man. And so you're a living testimony of this thing. So if, for those of you who are really going through like physical ailments right now, physical things, and you're like, no, 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 this, this is the guy who has the authority to look you square in the eyes and say, I lived it. I went through it. Don't give up. Like, this is the guy. Andrew Tao is the guy and you know, because the of what the Lord did that. in him. He's no respecter of persons. Yeah. What he does for one, he will do for all. Mm -hmm. What God's done in my life, I know, I know he will yeah. do for you. I know right now, those of you that are struggling in your bodies, and mm -hmm. I know there's many. I know the enemy uh, has sent diseases. He sent bad reports. Uh, you know, I was in a service just recently with uh, the worship leader, Catherine Mullins, and she was talking about how, how her brother had a brain aneurysm and the prognosis was not very good. But she pulled over into a church parking lot in, in Atlanta, Georgia, and she began to dance and began to praise and how that uh, he made a, a full recovery. See, some of you need to hear these testimonies. Why? Because it builds your faith. Uh, no matter what you're going through, God is able. And I could sit here all day Jeff, and tell you testimonies of cancer being healed, uh, of warts and, and growths being fallen off bodies that we have seen. But I'm telling you, in the authority of Jesus, he wants you to be that next testimony. He wants you to have a testimony to come out with power and say, hey, God, did he's still a miracle working God. What we see in this word, he has not changed. He still heals. He still saves and he still delivers. And I believe he's doing that for many of you right now. Mm. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because I think there's this tendency we have too to look at like, oh, well, they didn't list my affliction. So mine must not. And that's how Satan can kind of come in where it can be not even just with physical things, but just anything you need breakthrough from, from the Lord. And you're talking to people and you hear testimonies about things. 
and somebody stood on the word and, and, and they, they contended and they just didn't let go of the promises of God. And they saw God come through in a radical way. And you look at it and Satan can be like, you know, but like, that wasn't quite like your circumstance. I don't think mm -hmm. God, I don't think God can come through for you. The yeah. bottom line is, is God's word is God's word. And if God says that he's going to do something, he's going to do it. Um, and, and so he's the, the, that, that those thoughts and those thoughts and those words that are rolling over in your mind to make you doubt that comes from the enemy and he's the father of lies. So we have to cast that down and we have to know, we have to know that God is who he says he is and he will do what he said he would do. And so, uh, you know, I know those thoughts. I remember one time watching a, a broadcast and I was like, they didn't call my name. They were calling out names and, and yeah. the Holy Spirit was moving. And I was like, I need a miracle right now. And they didn't call my, I guess it wasn't for me. I thought it was for me up until the point they didn't call my name. So, you know, the enemy tricks us into to, to rationing out or reasoning things out like that. But we can, God is calling your name right now. If there's a tug in your heart and you're just saying, well, that might could be for me. That's the tug of the Holy Spirit saying, it's for you. It's confirmation of the Holy Spirit saying it's for you. So if we didn't call out your condition and we didn't speak your name or, or what you're going through, the Holy Spirit knows your name. And that's totally. what's most important. He knows exactly what you're facing. And the best thing is he knows the way of escape for you. He knows mm -hmm. how to bring you out. He knows how to deliver you and set you free. He knows how to touch your body. He made you. He made everything about you. So he knows how to do it. So we may not have called out your name. We may have not called out your affliction or what you're going through, but the Holy Spirit is. And so that tug of the spirit, don't confuse it and say, well, they didn't, you know, let just throw away the word because you didn't have this or that, this. No, yeah. that's the tug of the Holy Spirit saying, oh, I'm drawing you. Oh, this is for you. Believe again, hope again, believe again. I just hear that right now. And I know I'm I need to be quiet because we're coming to the end. But I keep hearing the Lord say yeah. to someone, believe again. You believed and then the enemy came in with circumstances and situations to move you off of that promise. But I hear him saying to you, believe again. Mm -hmm. Get your faith back up again. Get your hopes up again. Believe again. And just like my four-year-old that runs to the door every morning, Lord, please let the Ninja Turtles come soon. But he runs to the door every morning looking for those. You need to start looking for the answer because God has made you a promise and he'll bring it to pass. That's right. Some of you need to be looking for the Ninja Turtles. You know come what I'm on. saying? <laughs> what did you prophesy today about the Ninja Turtles coming? Yeah, amen. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, that's great. Man, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Man, guys, like we've seen people's knees get rebuilt. We've seen like all kinds of cool stuff on this. And I that just blows me away. You know, it, mm -hmm. it's just like God is doing so much through even just, he can do it through any, anything, you know? And Come so it's on. like even live streams, like I would have never thought, honestly, my faith just wasn't there. I was like, yeah, maybe, you know, but. I didn't think he'd do it on mine, you know, yeah. <laughs> anything, yeah, yeah. anything I was doing, you know? And so, um, oh man. The Holy spirit knows no bounds. Mm, come on. Yeah. So, all right, Andrew, um, 
man, you got a lot of cool, cool um, resources and things like that. You got a book, you do live live streams yourself. You've got a podcast. Why don't you tell people about that stuff? Well, we have a broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. It's under the Intertel page. Uh, the Lord's really been blessing our Instagram lately. It's just been exploding. So we add clips and words on there. So look at that. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel that we add services and, and broadcast on there. I have a podcast on the Destiny Image Podcast Network. Uh, but you can get it wherever you get your podcast. It's called Dynamic Fire with Andrew Tao. And I have a new book coming out. I'm so oh. excited about this. Uh, it's coming out in January. And okay. it's called Breaking the Spirit of Delilah accessing god's power to topple ancient strongholds wow and so uh i'm really excited about that because it's 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 going to bring awakening to the champions it's it's bringing revival to churches to to, to nations and so uh i'm really excited about that new book that's coming out in january so be looking for that it's through whitaker household it will be wherever books are sold you can get awesome. it and also we have the triple threat anointing you can get it wherever books are sold. So uh, you can go to our website, andrewtal.org. I know it looks like toe, but it's Tal. Uh, yeah, say it right, people. <laughs> I was at a service, a conference last week, and, and they kept kept referring to me as toe. Like, it wasn't just like one time and let it slip, but it, yeah. it was repeatedly. So I was like, guess I need to let them know beforehand. But. I've got news for you. If you're saying it wrong, yeah. Yes, yes. It's like tower, but drop the R. Right, you know? right. So perfect. Um, yeah. Well, dude, I would love to. Um, you know, who knows? You might end up definitely back on before then. But um yes. in January, when your book releases, I would love to have you back on and we can talk that. about that and promote it and all that good stuff. I would love it. I love the the flow of Elijah Fire and, mm -hmm. and just the Elijah list. You guys have been a tremendous blessing in my ministry and to the body of christ awesome. to the world come on awesome. you guys awesome. are reaching the world yeah man it's great um oh and illumination made a little note here so for those of you who want to go back and watch those two episodes i was mentioning just type in elijah fire episode 24 that's the one where he details all about his his battle with depression and anxiety and all of that it's really powerful what god did that so if you type in elijah fire episode 24 that'll pop up and then uh, episode 45, that's going to be easy for some of you to remember. You know what I'm saying? Number 45, Elijah Fire, episode 45. That's all about him talking about his uh, experience with those mini strokes and the diagnosis from the doctor and how he walked that all out. So those are going to be really, really uh, encouraging for all of you guys. So check those out as well. So Andrew, thank you so much, man. This thank is so good. I love being with you guys and anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you uh, to all your viewers and listeners. It's, it's been an honor to release the word of the Lord to you today. Yeah. And then also I included your uh, email address for people. People have testimonies. Yeah. Man, it's so important to hear those testimonies. I mean, obviously, Andrew, we're not going to stop doing what we're doing, but hearing those testimonies, especially if you released a word. So if anywhere in the description, um, you'll see his email in there in the stuff we talked about section um, and you can write him a testimony personally i think it'll really mean a lot to andrew um, and his team of people as well who are helping support him up all that good stuff so all right everybody be blessed have an amazing day join us on friday we've got monday martin back we're gonna have a riot it's gonna be fun so uh we'll see you guys all then bye
This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today.